Hey, Carl. Thanks for joining me on the Founders Log podcast. Hello. Which is the new name for it because our YouTube channel, you know, YouTube is running, rolling out podcasts, which they've had missing for years and years and years. Yeah, you absolutely well. mention it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's out in the US. So if you've got the YouTube app or YouTube music app in, in the US, you can subscribe to podcasts now. You yeah. can't do it anywhere else yet. But we have actually on our YouTube channel got the option to host podcasts on it now. Okay. So that's a better location for where these videos are going to go rather than go in the mainstream that uh, other people can see and they go they, they get mixed up with our Try It Now videos and all that kind of stuff. They'll have their own playlist on the YouTube channel. I suspect you're expecting YouTube to push new podcasts quite heavily then. Definitely, because... Because <laughs> it's new, yeah. There's a thing with podcasts that doesn't cost them anything. If you're listening to YouTube music, yeah, then they have to pay the rights to uh, the person who owns yeah, the music. Yeah. A podcast, they don't have to pay anything. It's completely free audio for them to put on YouTube Music, which I think would probably be the app they really push it on. Um, And exactly, it's completely free. It's the reason why Spotify went after podcasts so heavily, because the actual content is basically free, and that people are uploading their podcasts, and they're 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 not even hosting it. We have the podcast normally hosted elsewhere. YouTube will be hosting the podcast. Uh, But it's it's good good running for them. So uh, this is going to be the first video that goes onto that feed. Okay. So um, we're going to do our normal look back on the previous month, which was March. Uh-huh. And it started off pretty good in that we uh, sealed a deal with a web development company. Yeah, that was good. Yes, that's right. They were already using Google Workspace, but um, we had a nice chat with Michael, the MD. And while he was looking after their, their IT and doing Google Workspace, he knew that he didn't have time to do that, you know, maintain it, keep an eye yeah. on the new features, make sure that the team knows how to use the new features and get the most out of it. He didn't have yeah. the time to do that. So, um that's the reason why he got in contact with us because he wants to grow his business and focus on what he does, which is a uh, basically they build, build they've got a niche in, pl- in the plumbing industry. They build websites for plumbing plumbers. companies, yeah, yeah, yeah. plumbers and plumbing companies, and that's what he wants to focus on. And uh, he wants to hand over the IT and all that stuff to somebody else. Uh, so we had a good conversation. He went away, had to think about it, and then came back and said, "You know, I want to do this. Let's just go for it. I want to want to bite the bullet and go for it." And it's worked out really well for him. Yeah, as with all these things, immediately there's loads of stuff that they realise they don't know that you know straight away. Oh, I, I, he told us one of the features that we uh, showed him and how to use it properly was life changing. It's essentially <laughs> changed the way the company runs because it saved them hours per week on what they were doing before in the process. Yeah, and you just don't know what you don't know. So yeah, that was good that one. And I imagine what he's paying for for this whole contract, he's got the value immediately from um, his. From, from just being able to show him that feature. Yeah, I think so. The uh, the next one was uh, not as great. We, uh, we Well, they didn't, they didn't convert to a client, but it was a a local council based down in Kent who uh, wanted to, they got in contact because they wanted to explore our, the services we offer because they weren't happy with their existing IT provider and they also wanted to look at lowering costs. And um, it turned out not only was the service we offered better value than what their current provider was, yeah. We'd also spotted that they were being charged for services that they weren't getting from the current provider. They've been charged for more users than they had, and they were charging for other yep. individual services that they weren't actually offering. So there's a lot of cost savings there. And um, this was a division of that council. It wasn't the whole council; it was a division. And the MD we spoke to of that division was really keen on it, really wanted to go for it and go ahead. But he, did. he then revealed that it had to go through to the board of the council to be approved before they could make a final decision. And uh, that's where it all it all fell apart. In that the um, the board uh, the board decided against the move, 
Um, they feared change. They didn't want to move from their legacy system to Google Workspace by Kimberly IT. They feared change, and they preferred to keep the status quo and not wanting to reduce the taxpayer's burden by uh, deploying more efficient and better value systems. I believe they swiped it with one statement of ignorance. Simple yep. as that. They were, it's Google Workspace. Oh, it's not compatible with Microsoft. Next. That's it. That's all that happened. Somebody was ignorant, swiped it to one side. Well done, council. Continue to pay over the odds for services you don't need. Fine. That's up to you. You always know what local councils are like as well. You know, you can just imagine the people that are sitting on the table making that decision. It's very much like uh, on Clarkson's farm, Jeremy Clarkson, where he wants to bring business into the local community and all that kind of stuff. Yep. And they're too worried that, oh, no, you're, you're going to mess up our roads or something like that. Yeah, some sort oh, of yeah. nonsense. Yeah. It's when a decision is taken to a board, which is the irony of a board of directors. They're not qualified to make the decision. How could they be qualified to answer this this question? They don't know anything about IT. I've seen it exactly. before. I took stuff to a financial director of a company, and they simply said, "It's just going to cost a lot of money." But this is like, what did you expect a transformation of your IT systems to do? Well, Save it, is, reduce your costs. Well, actually, it would have. Well, it I was, would, have I was, I was would have in this case, yeah. Um, and normally it does do because Google Workspace is normally a better value proposition than a legacy system, which costs a lot. But um, it's it's always the problem whenever you get a um, you find out later on after you speak to somebody. Oh, actually, I've got to take it to a board to discuss yeah. it, and the board will only talk to me. Yeah. It's like, well, that's not going to happen because now I'm relying you on you to be a salesperson for me on a product that you don't really know much about. You know the bare stuff that I've told you about, and you're not going to be able to answer any questions or anything like that that come towards you. So it's not going to happen. Yeah, and, and that's right. As expected, that's what that's what happened. Indeed. But um, we also, good news as well, uh, one of our longest standing clients, they uh, signed a new multi-year agreement with us to continue the partnership. That was good news. Yes, indeed. Yeah, that's good stuff, that. That's a good way to finish off uh, the month of March. And um, uh, videos. So uh, videos on your YouTube channel actually went quite well. So um, we only released two videos yes. in March. But that was because one of the videos called How to Let Others Book a Meeting uh, Using Google Calendar, using the, uh, the appointments uh, scheduling inside Google Calendar, so you don't yeah. need to use a, a tool like Calendly or HubSpot. You mm. can do it natively. That got picked up by the YouTube uh, algorithm. And it got quite a lot of views very early on in its life cycle. Our videos tend to have a, uh, a, a more of a pickup near on because they're, they're evergreen, so they just constantly grow. But this one got a real nice pickup right at the start. So I decided not to put any new videos out, any other additional long-form ones out, while the algorithm was liking what it was like, liking it and, put, and sending views there. And when it started to die down, I then did put a YouTube short out called How to Filter Newsletters out of your Gmail inbox, and that's using the look for the word and subscribe, and you can automatically filter them out. Yeah. Yep. And that YouTube short actually got quite a bit of traffic at the start as well, more than I was expected um, for a YouTube short. And it went well. So only a few videos went out last month. Um, this month, this month's going to be a bit different because of a half term and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's probably only be one video that will go out this month, including this video. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But the blog, the blog did a load of content on the blog half. Five new blog posts went out in March. So near the record. So the first one was how to move folders and files from one shared drive to another. It's a common question we get asked. Yep. It's normally because people haven't got the right permissions in place for the shared drive they're moving to, and this just takes you through exactly what you need to do and how to check your permissions and who to ask if you need your permissions upgraded so that you can do that. Yep. The next one was how to let others book meetings in your Google Calendar, which was built around the video that went really nicely on uh, on YouTube. 
So just to get some more views to it and also have some text-based uh, information on that video too. Then we did a post about Google. Google announced all the new AI um, stuff coming to Google Workspace. Yes. So we actually put a breakdown post on there. So what Bard is going to do and how it's going to integrate with that video that they sent out. So we'll automatically write emails for you, reply emails, give you suggestions. Um, if you're doing a document, it will suggest a lot of stuff to you. Or it'll create a Google slide deck for you just based on a, a bit of text that you've typed in and told it what you wanted to do. It'll do the whole design, the whole can, layout, everything. I'd like it to write my emails for me because a lot of the time my email conversations aren't particularly overly uh, <clears throat> don't need to be overly verbose, to be honest. So I'd be quite happy if you could just take care of going back and forwards a little bit, discussing something. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, well, it'll be trying to the other person's AI, and that's it. Emails will be handled by AI. We won't be involved anymore. It'll just be AIs talking to AIs on the email part. Eventually, yeah. yeah. Um, I then updated a, a blog post that we had earlier about uh, how to keep control of attachments when you share them in Gmail. Mm, yeah. Because a lot of people use that pay-per-click icon, which I wish, I wish, if anyone from Google is listening, let us as administrators be able to turn off the pay-per-click icon to force people to use the Google Drive um, attachment icon to send it. Because when you send a file with a pay-per-click, you're sending a copy of your file to that person who can do whatever they like with it. You're relying on them to keep it secure on their systems. And you've got no idea how long they'll keep it for. But with a Google Drive link, you're keeping control of the file. All they're getting is a link to view that file, which you can then prevent them from downloading and copying, and you can also revoke their access. Yeah, I scoured the, uh, the Gmail API to see if we could do that any way possible. I invoked ChatGPT4 to assist me, but it's not possible. Matt, can't do it. It's the same thing. So it's like our argument about having the spam filter down the left. You've got all this amazing yeah. Google AI protecting you, but then it dumps the email into a spam filter where the user can just remove it out. It's yeah, just, same one there. Crazy. It's just mm-hmm. like, why? Spam folder should have gone. Long time ago, and then I finally did one updated blog post about questions you should ask when hiring new people to join your company about IT to try and work out how proficient they are with IT. Because it was based on um, it was based on a LinkedIn post that I popped out to you. I sent to you as a a recruiter, yeah. and they were just saying, "Oh, all we need you to be is good with good with Windows, Microsoft Word." It's like that isn't a skill anymore. Being good at that, that's something someone should actually be able to do Microsoft Word. But like you pointed out. Which of the 4,000 features of Microsoft Word do you need to be good at? Because it's a big bloody package. And all they're doing is checking the basics. And it's not; it doesn't confirm anything else of how you can use a computer. If you can use Word, it doesn't confirm anything. Well, because everything's online now. Looking at that world, they're a recruitment consultant. They're, they're going to have their world span on its head by uh, generative AI, without a doubt. You, you're going to need the skills of how to write a prompt and pretty quick for that, those sort of people. Word's not going to cut it anymore. Well, interesting. A new job that will come out is people prompt manipulators yeah people who know what to do to get an ai to give the, the give the responses you want and dig deep into data because you do need to know how to manipulate the ai to get it out you can ask it a basic question but you're going to get a basic response if you really want it to dig into that data and get you a good response back you need to be able to write it in a way that it can fully understand what you're trying to explain and and do what you want it to do so that will be a new new job role that will come out uh, in yeah. businesses uh, ai prompt Manipulator, I'm going to call There'll be it. more about that next month's Founders Log. Oh, okay. You've been doing some I've, manipulation then. I've I've been playing around with lots of different AI tools that come out. You know, there's somebody coming out every day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I follow people on Twitter. I've just been trying them out. And I thought next month I'll give a little feedback on some of the things I've played around with and what I've seen. Cool. It's pretty, pretty amazing stuff going on every day. Look forward to that. So it's a good point now to hear that subscribe button. Yeah, that's right. And listening. Do you want to know about March's uh, assistant uh, assistance and support statistics? Yes. 
because no one else publishes theirs. <laughs> Only we do. Um, so in February, we got contacted by 113 people, subscribers. Okay. Um, 89 of those got in touch for assistance, and 24 were asking for support where something's not working as it should. Yep. Um, out of those, 79, which is 69.9%, got a response and were back to work within five minutes. 31, which is 27.4%, received a reply and returned to their work within 30 minutes. Yep. And there were three that took over 30 minutes, but less than an hour to, to resolve. It's not too bad. I was thinking, was it March? that I had a particularly tricky one. That's probably going to be in April's then. That took me quite a long time. I had one of those. The, the spanner in the proverbial works. I can't remember which one that was. No, I can't either, but I'll have it remembered for April's. Was that the one where a CMOS battery went and the, and the computer... Hadn't got the right time or something like that. I've had one of no, I've had, I've had oh. one of those. Yeah, I've had one of those with the time. Good old fashioned time was off and yeah. completely through somebody. It was throwing out two FA that was because your two FA tokens won't work if your time's not right in Windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things that don't work when your time's not right. You're right. Computer systems. I've seen that, without the right time. I've seen that Google Chrome has a new uh, error page. It can detect when your time's incorrect, and that's why you're getting a certificate error come up because before it wouldn't do that, but yeah. now it'll say. Check your check your computer's desktop time and make sure that's right, and try again. It's amazing how long it takes, isn't it, for somebody to write a rather simplistic error message for humans? Yeah. Um, and then out of those 109 subscribers, they all contact they contacted us for our unique instant messaging service, and then the remaining opted to get in contact with uh, slightly less quick methods, which is basically email. And then um, we reckon that 12 subscribers wouldn't have had to get in contact if they'd had. Some regular training on uh, on on the services. There was literally yeah, yeah. the only reason they got in contact was because of a lack of knowledge, uh, which would have been covered off on some basic training. Yeah, but, companies all companies always faltering on the training, which is a shame. Nothing changes there, so I don't know we'll ever see a reduction in those statistics. People don't train themselves to learn to use computers unless they're personally interested. That's everything I've got for March. You got anything you want to add at the end, or you're all covered? I've been out and about a few times in March. It's been nice to get out and about, see a couple of customers, visited some sites, that sort of thing. Like you didn't, you know, we didn't do that for such a long time. And it was good to do that. I got back into Birmingham City Centre to see an old colleague of mine, Lee, as well, which was had nice. Some sushi. Uh, yes, we had which some sushi. Which you got him to pay for. Which I did. Nice. I got, yeah, <laughs> they couldn't resist treating me to some sushi. So I wasn't going to reject his kind offer that day to do that. Sushi Passion in Birmingham now having expanded from before into a bigger location. Yeah, it's in the same location, Great Western Arcade. Well, same location, but they're next door to where they used to be, and they have a, they have a space that's twice as wide as the one they used to have. So they're yeah. obviously doing all right for themselves. And uh, yeah, I have to get some more of that in. It was uh, it was good. Yeah, well, the only competition they had, which was in Birmingham Fish Market, uh, closed down. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess most places don't have a sushi restaurant. They are thin on the ground. Yeah, I think a lot of them got hit by the um, just lockdown over the yeah. years, and probably run up some debts and couldn't pay them off in the end when they could finally get customers. That's it. Then we'll have a few more interesting updates for April in next month. We've got a juicy story about a prospect that didn't come off. And we've got AI news from me. Cool. I'll have to think of something then. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to come up with something. Yeah. You can tell us about your nice trip to Turkey because you're on holiday. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, yep. So, well, that's it anyway. So, uh, thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe and like. And we will speak to you again in a month's time. Bye-bye. See you later. Ta-da.